0: <laughs> hey, <Mitch. laughs> this is it, and I mean it this time.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. Who, who, yeah, let's just... Who Welcome about to that Everyday Weird Meeple. mishmash. Yes, Everyday Meeple.
0: The isolation episodes where we're losing our minds, but pushing on anyway.
1: <laughs> the isolation episode. Potentially one of many. One of many. Uh, at least... There'll be at least three.
0: I, I, yeah, at least. At least. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll count them down. Here's yeah. number one. Yeah. So, just like uh, how was your week? I went my, to the post office today. That was weird.
1: Uh my week has been okay. I've been kind of—I'm going to use air quotes here—and say homeschooling my kids, yep. which yep. isn't really amounting to much schooling. But
0: we're in that canoe.
1: Yeah. But we are home together, spending an awful lot of time together without we, friends and playgrounds and.
0: We just finished uh Talisman Legendary Tales this morning.
1: Macy told us that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was she, uh she we, it. we it's a tough game. Like you're in order to to win, you have to uh each each game that you play, there's five uh scenarios and each one that you play, you have to choose at the beginning how many stars you're going to go for. Right. And uh the more stars you pick, you can pick one to three stars, which is basically setting the difficulty for the game. But the more stars you pick, the less time you have to finish the game. So every time you get a, right. a little time icon, your notch goes up one. And if you run out of time, you lose. Uh, so we because it got so tough, where you end up having to play the same game over and over again, and like, it's not super fun for for a seven year old, right? Uh, to just when she knows there's more story coming so we started just sort of well, let's just finish the game so we'd always start on easy yeah so we have enough time and we didn't start that until we lost the third game like three times four times in a row uh, so then we we're just like let's just get through the story let's just mm-hmm. play the game if we lose the game from easy then, then then we'll play it again but if not and like each time we've won we've won at like the last slot so we've like almost not made it on easy and, uh, and then you get to the, and we've been picking like, oh, we'll take two stars anyway, we'll take three stars anyway. So we've got, we won the first two games with one star. We won the second, uh, the third game after three tries and uh, sort of f- f- it flib- flib- fl- I don't know the word, making our way through it. Uh, we On the fourth try, we decided to keep everything that we had in our bag and go again. So we've leveled up our characters. and just right. like, Let's just start again. With everything we leveled up from the last game that we lost right. and keep going. And uh, and then we set it back to easy. So then, but then you get to the end and it's like you've won, check the book to see how well you did. And you oh, can't really? you can't uh actually win anything without like so many stars, and you can't win those stars on easy. So huh. like the like the bottom tier is like eleven stars on a five uh five game. So you need at least one three star. Oh, really? <laughs> and like some of them are super tough. The last, the last one was was pretty easy. The one we played this morning was fighting vampires. And
1: that's huh. the for people who don't know. That's the like family mm-hmm. version of Talisman, kind of cooperative. Uh...
0: Totally cooperative. Yeah, the the, yeah. the original Talisman is from like '72 or something. I'm I'm totally making that up. Yeah, uh, it was really early. The first edition of Talisman I played when I was a kid, and it's one of the games uh, that really got me excited about board games when I was young uh and it's it's still in print they well that one's not that one only got uh yeah. one print run and then the second edition got uh a ton of stuff and it got expansions and uh so now it's on f- fourth edition fantasy flight was massive and then uh there was a licensing thing whenever asmodee i think bought fantasy flight um uh, what's the what's uh gameworks maybe
1: oh maybe yeah
0: um something went on Fantasy Flight lost the license and I think maybe it's published with I can't remember somebody else is publishing it now but it's still going it's been uh licensed off there's now Batman uh skin right, talisman yeah. there's Batman talisman there's a space talisman which is pretty cool it's a it's a, it's a really popular uh digital uh game now too like there's talisman digital and then there's the space one uh as well, on the iPad and the iPhone and stuff on the iOS right. and whatnot. Yeah, and this. and this, is, this is the kid-friendly version of, of that game. And it's, it's similar. It uses the same, same theme and some of, the, some of the same stuff, but it doesn't play the same. Yeah. Uh, but it was super fun. I loved getting it and playing it with Macy. And, and I didn't see.
1: realize how, how new that was. That's a 2018 game.
0: Which one? Uh, the Space one?
1: No, The Legendary Tales.
0: Oh, yeah. The yeah, one, you, one you're talking great. about.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I thought it would be kicking around for a while, but that's no. yeah, a fun game. Sam had a good time with that one, too. Speaking of fantasy rippers, well, that's not what we would call it, but um, I've actually convinced Sam to play Descent with me, um, uh, the, the second edition, where you can use the companion app kind of thing. Yeah. And for a while he was not interested, and just wanted to play with the minis and the tiles. And I told him I would have one Big slog, spitty play. You know how kids play with—he's just smashing the minis together and spitting all over them. The way we all kind of played at one point. But just I'm like, do I'll do this. Isolation. I'll do this one time if you you play the first scenario with me. And he was like, bind. And then I I got him to do it. And outside of kind of getting bored every now and again between dice rolls uh, or waiting for his turn because you have to do all like this monster activation stuff. Uh, he's really pumped by the the map unfolding uh every now and again you know what's the word i'm looking for the tiles come out um they're not all there fog of war yeah this kind of fog of war thing that the app provides where you know you open up a door and then there's a new room and there's a giant in it and two goblin archers shooting at you um it's pretty hard game and we've been mucking our way through the rules and had someone not he didn't call me out on instagram but we're both playing warrior classes we're both dwarves we wanted to be kind of like mario and luigi um so like the super beardo brothers um and someone's like two warrior classes that must be really hard like it is really hard i'm playing with a seven-year-old so you know i've been kind of dming it in a way where i'm doing all the math and i'm keeping us by the skin of our teeth but but I pushed us through on the last one. We, wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have made it. I fell in some lava and got knocked out. And if you get knocked out twice in a two player game, that's it. Mm. Um, but, anyways, we played through the tutorial campaign. And it's the only time Sam's been like high fiving me and like, yeah, let's do it. Cause he's not really one who shows that kind of excitement and emotion. But he's really been into it. He's woken me up. like, Can
0: we start the next one? Oh, cool. But
1: it's kind See, of cool. That, Cause
0: that's like video game excitement for him. That's, that's really cool.
1: It is. Yeah. And I mean, he, he did. I asked him, I'm like, how did you find it? Was it scary? Cause there's like a soundtrack with like drips and growls and things yeah, like that. That, that.
0: Would, that would be the end for Macy.
1: And he said, no, I didn't mind the sound. He's like, I didn't like it when it said that there were a lot of corpses around and, and I realized that I had just been reading it. But after I, I got his reaction one time, I, I was kind of like, well, I, I can just edit this as I'm reading it. So I leave out the giant words and yeah. the bloody corpses and everything is mostly fine. Um, yeah. Uh, what an interesting
0: contrast. We just finished a cooperative family dungeon crawl <laughs> that is all flowers and fairies, and and you guys are on like a pretty brutal. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, the thing is, it it feels like a video game to him. I think you know these little.
0: I, I pulled out uh, the Lord of the Ring. No, not even The Lord of the Ring. The Hobbit. Remember the the Hobbit roll and move. It's like,
1: oh, the one that we were talking about we, a few yeah. episodes ago. Yeah, well, we were awesome.
0: playing, talking about the Lord of the Rings one, but there's the Hobbit one before that. Yeah, it's, it's the same. sort I don't, I don't think that one's Rainer Kinesia, though. Maybe it is, uh, but it's like roll and move, and it's super easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I was like, oh, Macy, we can play this, and she got excited because there's a big smog dragon uh, on the yeah. front and whatever. But all of the cards have so much text. And I'm just like, I we set it up, and I was just like, yeah, we're not. We're not gonna play this. Like you, yeah. you know, you don't want to re- try and read this. And like every card, there's no pictures on the card. It's just like all text heavy. And like, yeah, another year or so. I, I, I figured it would be a great one because it's just roll and move and something happens. But
1: yeah, you know, it's a good point you're bringing up. I and I thought this with Sam because the other thing I have to do in this game is, of course, as you're upgrading abilities, you get a little card that has a, almost like a feat or a trait on it. But it's a, it's a little card of text. Where yeah. It's like, once per turn, you can move to your ally three spaces away and get a free melee attack. Like, he can't read that. I have to constantly remind him of his abilities. But I'm really surprised Fantasy Flight hasn't released a kind of... I mean, they're not really in a family game market, yeah. I guess. But it's a really... This kind of app companion would bode really well for... A kind of kid friendly dungeon crawl that was like colorful and had voice actors. and...
0: Oh, you, well, you think, uh, Asmodee has, uh, Mice and Mystics, right? Yeah, that's right. So you'd think that maybe they would, oh man, they pick could, up on something like that.
1: Yeah, they could, should... they could build an app for that, that game because that game is kind of fiddly. Yeah. Um, that'd be but, good. But yeah, in terms of isolation week, that outside of playing a few, like, uh, what's that, too many monkeys and, Mm. but a pat cat and a few quick card games. Um, yeah, I've been stoked to be playing this descent with Sam. It's cool.
0: It's yeah, mostly cool we've played llamas, bees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Even <laughs> we're we're talking about doing, uh, maybe, uh, wizards wanted finally. Oh yeah. Which is, we've been putting it off because it's got a learning curve because it, it has like, there's some full economic stuff going on where you've got to right. crunch numbers and, uh, but kid-friendly, I'm pretty sure she's going to love it. I mean, it's so colorful, so bright, so right. super fun going around, like your wizards going to people's birthday parties and like pulling cats out of the trees kind of thing. So It's a cool-looking game. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. That, and we're probably going to tackle uh, No Thank You Evil at some point.
1: Oh, man. I think Sam would be ready for that now. I think he's getting into that, that mindset. Mind frame. He was asking me a lot of questions about Dungeons and Dragons today.
0: Well, like, if we get if we get a call, maybe, maybe we can maybe we can teleconference. Uh, yeah, uh, thank that'd you. Be evil. Cool.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so that's what we've been doing for our, our week of isolation because we're surrounded by our uh, yeah, hefty hefty board game collection. Um, what do you suppose all the other people in the world are doing with without their library of board
0: games? Is it is it like an ant and grasshopper scenario? Oh, oh my God! The ants have been diligently collecting board games for <laughs> for years, and the grasshopper's been like, nah, "I'm just going to, the, I'm not not going to do that." And now they're like, oh, "I wish I had a board game."
1: Yeah, that's funny. I I could almost read that mo- that. Uh... People the other way around too i'm like i'm the grasshopper who just just plays board games <laughs> When <this situation laughs> yeah, comes for, like, i don't i don't know what to do
0: any any other time of life i'm i'm the grasshopper where how's your how's your savings coming i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what retirement
1: play my banjo in <laughs> a tree yeah so, yeah let's go for it we're the
0: ants in this situation uh, Melissa Melissa posted uh, on Instagram the other day where we have a wall of DVDs and VHS, and then yeah, she that. has her craft corner, which is just crammed full of craft stuff. And then we have the the game room that's just walls. And she's like, "Yeah, be, you know, we've been hoarding for this uh, for years." So totally. So we're we're all right, but other people might need more things. And and you yeah. can still get a lot of things uh, if your shelves are empty. You can uh, you can use the power of the internet.
1: To get what you want.
0: To get what you want.
1: And oh, and it's amazing at times like these too, because you know it is a pretty surreal and strange thing to be living through right now. And I'm always—I'm sound like a real idealist here, but I'm always happy to see the positive things that come from these circumstances. And there's a lot of people kind of rallying together and creating things and guiding people towards uh, you know resources and. Releasing free games and things like yeah,
0: that. The the board game community, uh the publishers have been doing uh really cool stuff. Like uh Portal Games this week announced that they were gonna start pushing out uh what do they call them? Uh they have two hashtags for them. Stay at home and play for free. For yeah, it's that. So they're they're releasing uh, new content for games that uh people already have of portal. There's stuff for Niroshima hex, there's stuff for um uh, suburbia right uh,
1: Imperial settlers. Imperial
0: settlers uh, the settlers rule and right and they're putting out new stuff for each game right uh, like once a day kind of thing uh, so that's cool and other publishers other smaller pu- publishers are doing uh, free print and play uh, we were talking about it uh, on our first attempt at this where gray gnome games yeah uh, yeah has actually put all of their all of their print and plays that are on uh, PP arcadecom. Uh, mm-hmm are all free uh, during this so nor- and normally they're only three or three or four bucks uh, yeah. maybe six at the most but if you go to pnprk.com there's a whole bunch of free stuff right now and none of the other stuff is expensive so yeah uh, if you've got a printer and some spare time you can print a bunch of really cool games and print and play games um are either you know really small games so like a micro game where you're printing a couple sheets of paper and cutting them out and they they can be pretty complex because uh some kickstarters and stuff will put full versions of games uh with some trimmed down graphics uh, that you can print play. so you can print like whole games uh big box games off of print and play as long as you're willing to put it all together and you might have to pull parts from the other other games or if you don't have a lot of other games you just need to get tokens of any kind like you can rob right. that piggy, piggy bank that's sitting on your shelf and get tokens for stuff anything anything around the house to fill in for the missing bits yeah you just print all the cards and the board and cut it out and paste it together and and all of a sudden you've got a game yeah. just like that
1: it's a little craft project to piece it together i was it's- thinking about that today because i've been looking at the print and play arcade and uh thinking about printing that desolate game yeah um, I think
0: I uh, printed it once before. I think I have it in a box and I just haven't played. I have several ones that I've printed and either are sitting in various I, stages of I preparation. I feel
1: like you have a lot more tools at your disposal to, yeah. to put together a print and play. Like I was thinking I had sold a game a few months ago and I had forgotten as I was selling it that it was, uh, I had, and I had bought it secondhand. It was completely sleeved. Oh. Uh, and, I had it back, I might have took those sleeves because, for example, for print and play, it would be extremely helpful just to have like a, a regular deck of playing cards to prop in the middle, and then just yeah. put your, your print and play cards in a sleeve, and you're kind of good to go without you know, having to
0: do something It does help, but, crazy. but it's not, not necessarily uh, I mean, you don't have to, and if we're talking in terms of people who don't have a big game collection, then not everybody's going to have pocket uh, full of sleeves, either so
1: no totally true, yeah I, this is just something that crossed my mind, but this desolate game I did uh for anyone who hasn't if you're even at all interested in printing and playing a game uh go to this print and play website. I think it's one of the first games that pop up there, but the art is spectacular on this game it's just black and white uh you're like stranded on a moon, there's like a skull, a skeleton in in, in a spacesuit um but yeah, it looks like a really cool game and based on just what I'm reading about it, it, it kind of gives me a bit of a, a Friday vibe. Yeah. Uh, like the so. Friday card game. Just this kind of a solo thing where you're drawing two cards and you have to choose to resolve one uh, or or not. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. It's really it's piqued my interest and I didn't realize that I was exploring their site some more. There's a bunch of expansions on there for this game and little um, uh, not upgrade packs, but just add more cards, more variety to the game. Looks super cool.
0: It, it looks, looks amazing, good. yeah.
1: I'll take all... the bunch on that one and get back to you on how it plays.
0: I find all of the Grey Gnome games look really, really good. Yeah, it's I think they cool have look. one called Iron Helm that mm-hmm. uh, looks really good. Uh, Button Shy Games is also on there, and they have some, uh, they're, they're mostly micro games. And they have some huge award winning games that are on there like Sprawlopolis and Circle the Wagons, I think, won some awards and I mean not not spiel the jar type awards, but you know, worthy awards for small games.
1: I'm really interested in Sprawlopolis. I haven't got to try that yet, but it's really
0: great. Uh, I bought the pocket wallet one uh in
1: it. City builder where you're kinda placing cards uh down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's one of one of the neat things on it like the back of the cards all have uh scoring um right. setups. So at the beginning you you basically you shuffle and you pull out three cards that are going to be the how you score for the game. Uh there's I mean there's regular scoring, you score for uh your blocks and like you get minus points for the how many different roads and you and there's there's regular scoring for how the game works. And then there'll be three cards that you select at random for bonus scoring that changed the way you play the game basically, because you'll be trying to do with other stuff. Right. And then, and then it's a, it's a co-op game. So everybody is building the same city. And, uh, w- with more than one player, you, you have three cards, you play one card, then you pass the two cards left to the other person who has no, one no card way. Of their own. Right. And they keep, they play from those three and then pass two along. So if you're playing with like four players, two cards, keep going around. Everybody always has three cards. You draw a new card each time and it's pretty neat. And like I didn't know that
1: about a multiplayer game because I'd only seen solo plays of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like as a solo game, it's it's super challenging. Well, it's I mean it's the same for a co op game where I haven't done well ever because trying you try and do these uh the scoring cards right and it really yeah, it's really great. I love how it changes from play to play and it's, it's like 18 cards so like as a print and play you know it's not intimidating to uh, print it out and give it a try right cool I was hoping Tussie Mussy was on there but I, I don't think it is
1: that's a great one too I, uh, you brought something to mind when you brought up uh, Portal Games that because um, I had seen the announcement that you were talking about where they were going to be rolling out some free
0: games. we oh, just lost book. your audio
1: my audio has gone away
0: it's back just, you just fuzzed out when you were saying that.
1: I did hear a weird little echo. Um, let me just back up a bit. Uh, I went looking around for the portal games thing that you were talking about, and and I had realized I hadn't realized before, but in September of last year, 2019, they had released a free. Uh, c- case oh yeah. Detective. Yeah. And I, when I just when I saw that, I just read it as, "Oh, cool! They just released a free module." or whatever, and you need the base game. But upon reading it closer...
0: No, you print the cards, yeah.
1: Yeah, you don't need anything. It's a way for you to sample the game and whether you like the mechanics or not. Um, so yeah, just go into their, their website. It's a case called Natural Causes. It's a standalone, everything. Uh, yeah, everything is given to you. That's a, that game was nominated for the Spiel last year. It's, uh, I hear some mixed reviews about it, but I've, I like the designer enough that I've, love to try it sometime and I'm sure it's a good time. I I feel really good about it. But yeah, that's another print and play. And one that detective strikes me as the type of game based on what I know about it. That would be an easy one to do over. Yeah. Weird audio again. Yeah. It would be an easy one to do over Zoom or Skype or something because it's just reading a lot of text, deciding where to go, solving a crime case, you know. So there's that.
0: Download. Yeah. So there's uh I was I was just looking up on the internet because uh that made me think of uh the escape room game unlock, right, which also runs off of an app. Uh they have a short half hour demo that you can also print off of the Space Cowboy website. So you uh-huh. download you download the demo kit, it's a print and play of of the cards kind of thing, and then you set up your deck and uh it runs off of a uh, uh an iOS app or an Android app again cool, and you work through it. and those are i don't I don't think they've been they they rated very well as one of the you know between exit and unlock is usually which are the best escape room games
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've never tried unlock we've played the that exit one together before, but um, unlock looks interesting they have interesting looking settings. No. um not that the exit ones don't but they look a little more colorful and charismatic like this uh submarine giant squid one that i see on the cover and um whoa. do you hear my echoes that i'm hearing
0: i don't hear your echoes but I, I, you get a little tinny and crackly weird uh escape com, escape dash team.com they have uh a downloadable uh, escape room as well where you download um, these mission files and you work through them through, and it runs on an app as well. Hmm. So there's some, some escape room action you could get on the go in this. Uh... <laughs> you could, th- maybe it's got some sort of virus theme. I'm, I'm uh, sure. we, we have a, uh, one of the escape room boxes we have, I think is uh some sort of lab something. Oh, two of them. I think there's the, laboratory in the exit game uh, that we haven't done yet and then one of yeah. the other ex- escape ones has some sort of virus theme maybe we should break those out
1: I always find it interesting I feel like there's a bit of a divide between people who are like gung-ho wanting to play kind of pandemic themed games during this <laughs> time and then others who are like oh, I don't really want to do that right now I um, find that pretty interesting I'm not I think it might be in the camp of like yeah I think I'll stick with my fantasy Dwarf Smashing Spiders. Um, uh,
0: another exciting one for print and play that I've mentioned for you before was Letter Games has Vast as a print oh, yeah. and play, which is pretty neat.
1: The original one. I know they released the one like The Mysterious Manor, but just oh, yeah. one with like the dragon and the goblins. That's the one you're... Yeah. Referring? That would be a really fun game to try out, too. Let's see. That's the asymmetrical one where you're building a dungeon Um, but you're all playing different roles.
0: That's the one where, uh, some people are playing to escape the cave and some people playing as the cave.
1: Right. But even within the cave versus everybody, there's the, uh, knight versus the goblins or something. And the thief versus the, there's like four different
0: people in the cave going on.
1: Yeah. It sounds, it's really cool. And I'm pretty sure it's the guys who designed root. Right. That's right.
0: Um,
1: yeah, looks like that would be a cool time to try that game.
0: It got a lot of talk for being one of the one of the really big asymmetrical games. Where asymmetrical games have been around for a long time, but that one really brought attention to it. Where everybody played completely different. Yeah. It was almost like each each person was playing a completely different game instead of just having different powers right. during the game. People actually had like a different game to play. Yeah. And, uh, So that's pretty neat. I mean, I
1: always find fascinating, which is is both the appeal and the drawback of those types of games. If you're, if you're going to sit down with four people and teach them this game, you're teaching Mm. four separate games, kind of like four mini games within a game. Um, I think it's really awesome, but I could see how it might be tricky situation sometimes.
0: I'm trying to remember like it it seems like Willow. When we played Willow, it seemed fairly asymmetrical too. Uh, I know it was one against many, but it seemed like all of the characters really did different things.
1: Cosmic Encounter is one of those asymmetrical.
0: Yeah, it's the I mean it's famous for that. Yeah. You know, like it it sort of introduced that to the gaming world and and anybody cites cosmic encounters as one of the biggest influence on on games. I mean it's
1: thing about that to me is that well some of the alien powers are hard to wrap your head around but most of them and they're tiered. they have like a beginner medium and, and expert the beginner ones they barely they just break a rule versus mm. like you're not playing a whole new game They just twist or break a rule for you so it's not the, so much of a barrier there
0: there's uh, and i'd like to try it i i have some weird issues with cosmic encounters but i haven't played it enough to you know, I want to play it more because I know what a big part of game history it is. Uh, and I want to, I want to play it more because I've only played it twice, and it's just not—I don't know—saying to me. I don't know what. To, I don't yeah. know how to how to say it right. I haven't, I haven't played it and then been like, "Yeah, I see it. I really want to play that again." I've never wanted to play it again after playing it. I've always been like, yeah. "Ah, yeah, that was a game." And, and I know how important it is as a game, and I'm just like, did I have two bad experiences now? And the second time was better than the first, so I want to play it again. But I would One, love the things, to, one of the things I'd like to try is there's a, there's a Game of Thrones version of it. Right. right. Someone has put out, uh, and it's like a trimmed down one. It doesn't have all of the powers. It doesn't have, like, it's very, uh, you know, it's each house for uh, Game of Thrones has their own right. stuff. And I want to just see uh, if I play that game Will it, will it hit me slightly different? You know, like It It seems like a brilliant idea for a Game of Thrones game because of uh, mm-hmm. the conflict and the negotiation that goes on. Uh, so it's it's pretty neat.
1: The, I'd be up to that. I would like to, at some point, do an episode about the game where we force sure. ourselves to play it half a dozen times and just get <laughs> a feel for it. Um, because for me, I, it was one of the first board games, uh, we don't have to go on a cosmic encounter spiel here or anything, but it it's one of those games that created some like magical moments. Yeah. I think the problem with cosmic encounter is that if you play with the wrong group or not even necessarily the wrong group, but it could be a game where someone could gang up on someone unfairly and it wouldn't feel great because you yeah, can yeah. constantly just go after someone in that game. And I,
0: I but, can't help but think like it's, it's from the sixties and seventies and yeah. like, that's that's when american games had that you know like that was what the whole shift of of euro games uh was was to eliminate that that feeling that conflict that went on and i'm i'm talking like hey, that's the truth when that's probably right. not yeah at all what happened but but it seems like an example of of uh the conflict that gets removed in a euro game where no one is directly attacking other players yeah. there's nothing like that going on but uh another thing is where uh, another old game that's probably after Cosmic Encounters because Cosmic Encounters was really early. Do you remember the year for Cosmic Encounters?
1: Oh 70-something.
0: Oh, really? Because Diplomacy came out, uh, I swear, I don't know why you're looking, I'll look up Diplomacy. Uh, Diplomacy is interesting because it fits with this uh, situation we're in today where everybody has to do stuff at a distance where Diplomacy, which came out in the 60s, uh, was a game that you played by mail.
1: Well, Cosmic Encounters in 2008. I thought this was around forever. This must be a reprint.
0: Yeah, that's a Cosmic Encounters is definitely older than 2008. Wait, I see. Diplomacy is from 1959 though.
1: Okay, 77 for Cosmic Encounter.
0: So Diplomacy came out in 1959. Uh, diplomacy is uh, the prisoner's dilemma mm-hmm. uh, over and over again. So it's a, it's a map of europe and you're all warring parties in europe and you're trying to uh gain control of supply areas and each turn you're basically negotiating uh with other people and you you write it down and you can play it by mail where you mail uh the negotiation to each player and then the mail it back so you, c- you can take a long time to play di- diplomacy but like now you, i mean it's a perfect time to to explore it because you can do it by uh, email, and, yeah, and you can play it in a day, and still have that old uh, male feeling.
1: Yeah, that but, would but be. It's just a, it's just a, a map of, of
0: Europe with wooden cubes, and yeah. and you're doing that prisoner dilemma where if the two of you agree to do one thing, then you get uh, such a reward. But if one of you decides to do the other thing, then you might get a better reward. But if both of you decide to not do that thing. Then you, then it's worse, right? Or is it worse if you both? Have, I don't know. I don't I've
1: never that. played um, diplomacy. Well, I have it. Yeah, one, of,
0: <laughs> one of these days, send.
1: Send me a letter, about we just talked about the discomfort with going to the post office, so.
0: I could send you an, an e letter. You, just, I just won't tell you when we've started. <laughs> just get, <laughs> just get a, an email one day and be like, "What do you mean? I'm not even in Northern Europe." <laughs>
1: This is France, um, yeah, that's hilarious. That would be funny to do actually, uh, an old style diplomacy game like that through email. Bit of weird irony there. Um, I was going to send you something via email right now to look at, but I guess um, I'm not going to do that because I feel like my having two devices open might be slowing down the Zoom feed over here. But maybe. Um, but I was going to mention I sent you something a little earlier today. To look at that another example of designers doing cool things. Um, Jamie Stegmeier, you know, Stone Meyer Games, All right design mm-hmm. site, and Euphoria and viticulture Tapestry uh, designed a little rolling right over the weekend because he wanted to share it with everyone and play it over YouTube with his fans and followers. Yeah, and he,
0: it the thing you sent me, it, it I read it quickly and it said endlessly it, scalable. Yeah, so like just more and more players can just join in.
1: Well, I just watched the video an hour or so before we started talking to each other. He released today, uh, the version two, because he's fixing it as he's play testing it. And it seemed like there were dozens of people playing with him. And he just kind of explained the rules and said, okay, I'm going to start rolling and you guys can follow me and we'll see who wins at the end. And, uh, so he was playing with as many people that were watching him on YouTube at that moment wow. uh, and, and had to print it. Printed. Um, but it's kind of neat, and uh, if you want me to explain it real quick, it was called Nine Worlds. Um, oh my God! And now it's version three since I've watched that video. So the PDF sound version three, the the previous video was two, um, and it's been renamed from Nine Worlds to Rolling Realms because he had found that there was another game called Nine Worlds on BGG. He said he doesn't really plan to publish this or anything. It's just a lot of fun, a bit of fun for him. Um, but he has on a on a sheet of paper, these nine nine squares, so they're like a three by three grid, and each square has a little mini game based on Stonemeyer game, which is kind of cool. So in the top left corner, for example, there's the tapestry mini game. Then you know you roll two dice, like in a lot of roll and write games, uh, and it's a little polyomino game. So just like in tapestry, where you had to fill in your capital city with those buildings, uh, Tetris style. Um, you are shading in polyominoes in in that game for your roll and write. But so how it works is there's nine games here. You have to pick three realms per game. Um, so you can do it randomly or you can just say, hey, we're going to play Tapestry, Wingspan, and Size, and you're rolling your dice and you're just filling in um, those three games. But they all have their own little rules, so they're all little mini-games. You can earn things, uh, and again, all kinds of resources from this game. So you can earn like popularity from Scythe and money from Scythe and pumpkins from presumably um, from between two cities. And as you earn those things, they you can spend them at the bottom for bonuses, where they let you adjust a die or um, re-roll a die, or if a die shows a pair, you can reuse a die um but ultimately you're looking to get the stars like in in, like in euphoria or size they're your victory points so you want to have the most stars at the end but it's cool it looks like a bit of fun i honestly i haven't played every stonemaier game so I'm, i'm assuming there's a little a little wink and a nod to mechanics within each of those games like the tapestry has the polyominoes the wingspan has uh birds yeah it has like says use one die in a square on any bird, left to right. The first and second squares on each bird provide a bonus, so you get bonuses almost like you're um, the same way chaining. you get bonuses for chaining those birds in one of their rows. But yeah, I've never played Euphoria or... Um, I really
0: like to play a Euphoria. That's that's on my list.
1: Me too, yeah. Especially so because they released an expansion recently and the uh, AI, the Atama Factory put a solo version in there but yeah anyways really cool looks fun i'm going to i wish i had a printer we're
0: talking about printing print games i'm like well oh, wish i had a printer oh. i uh i wish you had a printer too i'd uh i'd pass you one but we we don't have uh one to spare well
1: my in-laws have uh they're in isolation for another week because they had just returned from the United States. Um, they're seemingly pretty healthy, and they take really good care of themselves. Um, once they're done isolating, they'll print me some stuff, maybe.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Amazon will send you one.
1: A printer, or they print and play games. A, p- a printer. No. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking.
0: Oh, that was funny. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Eventually. I'm funnier will.
1: in isolation. When-
0: when Amazon buys, like, the Game Crafter, they do, they do, like, uh, print publishing in the States, I think. Right. I think they already do. I could, again, I could be wrong. I just, sometimes I just say things, and I don't, there's no fact checking in my brain.
1: I mean, they're in the Whole Foods. Uh, the natural next step would just be printing one-off, one-page games for people, right?
0: Yeah. Um. What did you want to, we're going to, we're down to the last uh, few minutes, so. Really? yeah i think so we we might be able to squeeze in like six more minutes
1: wow i thought i thought we started about 22 and i'm reading twenty after but really yeah but i might be wrong
0: we've been recording for an hour wow but okay. but we've we messed up a lot at the beginning so right, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah print and play is mostly what we wanted to chat about i think right
0: Say 10 minutes
1: yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited to try this this Stone uh, Stonemeyer thing and um, Desolate, maybe detective over. I would like to. It would be really fun to do this detective thing over a conference call, and we could put on detective costumes and smoke cigarettes and talk in gruffy voices.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Same with uh, if we ha- if one of us or if both of us had the uh, detecting uh, agency ones. What's the uh, Sherlock Holmes? Oh, yeah. The consulting paper game.
1: Mm. If, if Susie and I were finished Legacy of Dragonhold, that would be a good, cool one to start over Skype as well with friends. Easy upkeep. So, yeah,
0: you want to talk ones? a little bit about digital stuff. What's What's your favorite like digital app right now?
1: Oh, Her man. Game. Um,
0: I don't play a lot. I play like Jaipur. On, on my phone, honestly, it's a great game. It's a great two player game. I love it as a as a board game, card game, and yeah. and the video game. Like I started playing it because uh, it's a small, beautiful little card game. But it was I was always like, it's like thirty dollars in a lot of places, and I was like, what if I don't? You know, what if it's not fantastic? So I bought it on that on the iPhone, and I played it. Uh, I got it when I was in the hospital, and I played it all the time. And uh, then I played it with Melissa because you can pass and play and it was great then i bought it i bought the actual card game and it's it's a great game so that one totally love. i play that one a lot
1: well it's a good point that we you brought that up because you know if you're at home print and play is an option but also designers are also doing great things in releasing free apps of their games too or uh big price reductions in them but mostly fairly cheap anyways too to be honest I am like I'm, I grew up as a video gamer more than a board gamer, and I love video games. I don't really play them anymore. I play a lot of board games now, so much so that the digital versions of board games don't really do it for me uh, very much. With that being said, I had a lot of fun with Galaxy Trucker um, because that's a game that I really like, and I haven't got it to the table as much as I would like. Um, I just really like the rush of building a spaceship, and that's they do that pretty well with an app where you can just drag and drop, and um, it's just fun to kind of perfect, uh, which is not true at all because I'm horrible at it. But try to perfect building a spaceship, and they they changed it enough with characters and campaign to turns it into a bit of a video game. So, well, there's a video game, of course, digital game, but that's a lot of fun. And right now, I, I think at least two nights ago it was the case uh, that CGE check games
0: right yeah X- games was. editions
1: yeah they have galaxy trucker and through the ages at 50 percent off with all the proceeds going towards a, a covid fund
0: oh yeah i, I saw that
1: just, if there's any reason to want to try them out i think they're just a few bucks each and good cause and all He's... i actually did download the through the ages because i really love a lot of shatiel's designs galaxy trucker and mage knight and um, and I know I would really enjoy it Through the Ages, and I know that it's not a game that I'll probably buy in board game form because it's like three hours long and it won't hit the table in our group probably very
0: often. Dave, Dave has it at the house, doesn't he?
1: Dave, well, perfect example. Dave's had yeah, it for Dave, a year, and,
0: and we uh, haven't I don't played think it yet.
1: Any of us are going to take on reading the rules and figuring out how to play it. So I figured I'll learn the rules in the app during this isolation time and see if it'd be worth uh I know it would be worth it. I think it'd be a lot of fun if we could about sometime in the future to play it but i hear lots of good people saying that the tutorial of that game is better than reading the rule book
0: i i hear there's a ton of great stuff on steam now but i don't i don't video game enough and like right now i, I keep thinking about it because because we can't get together so i'm like oh we should we should try something yeah yeah i don't know i just it has I'm a, really curious how, how
1: i'm really curious how gloomhaven plays on steam um but again, that's you're getting I c-
0: into a, I consider terraforming Mars because everybody else has terraforming Mars but me, <laughs> and everybody plays by themselves, uh, so I never get to play it. And it uh, it's a fun solo game. So I think about that one, but
1: I can tell you. Um...
0: I've been seeing a lot of people playing uh, Castles of Burgundy release uh, an app recently, or maybe oh, it was really? a little while ago, but I'm starting to see a lot of people playing it. There's a lot of huh. uh, scoreboard images coming up on uh, Anna Meeples and.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're obviously becoming immensely popular. Um, Stonemeyer Games just put out I uh, just just released today, I think, um, the digital version, which I think would be fun.
0: I see. So yeah, that's one I would totally try because I want to buy it, but it's a campaign, so I don't really want to try it before I buy it. Yeah, no, that's weird. That's a weird one. Yeah, but it's a resettable campaign, so that one. Uh, you can play the the whole game, which is like ten ten sessions. Yeah. and then you can buy a recharge kit that. And that, I think that kind of that's, that's the whole thing. So, yeah.
1: I can tell you um one, a digital game that released for free this past week was Takedo. um yeah. Antoine Bauza's game of the, traveling the East Road in Japan.
0: Yeah, which I always it has, and have not played it yet.
1: So I tried it the other night. I don't know if you saw my Instagram post, because um, it's always looked like a really sleek and elegant game. It has like a really and a beautiful presence in any picture that I've seen of it. So I've always been kind of interested in it. Um, I did not re- like it very much playing no. the digital version. Um, and it, it, I just felt like, anyways, it's a weird kind of animation style, whereas the game has these wooden meeples and it's sleek yeah. and it just looked kind of like, like there's some like level of antiquity to it or something, which I think is the point. Um, as you're traveling the East road and you're trying like different foods and you're meeting new people and you're collecting antiques and cultural artifacts. Uh, the game has kind of like cartoony animated people and they're kind yeah. of just like jumping along this road and it's, it's you have really to weird. Watch all their animations. And the tutorial never really explained to me what I was doing. It just told yeah. me to location, get a thing and I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I think I might read the actual rule book online and try the digital thing again. But, um, not as it's
0: a its first but it's a weird disconnect from board games and sort of why people like board games to then play them on apps. But but it is a it is a neat way to test a game that you know some games totally. are like a hundred dollars, and you can get the app for six. Learn the rules yeah. by playing the app sometimes, and then and be like, yeah, I totally buy that. Yeah, uh, and some people gravitate towards that type of play. So oh, should
1: say if you know what you asked me. The question you asked me was what my favorite digital game is. And honestly, I think I would say Onirim. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's free. It's I know you, you think you can pay for the expansion to the game. but
0: I don't know how or to or... pronounce that. I don't know if I would have pronounced it the same way. Onrim?
1: Onirim or Onirim? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure either. Um, but it's that kind of solo game, deck of cards, where you're kind of navigating this nightmare realm. But it has a really clever mechanic where you you have to try to play three colors in a row every card has its own symbol in the top left corner and you can't play two of the same symbol in a row uh, and there's just different ways to like kind of get rid of cards and um anyways i can't really explain it well off the top of my head right now but what i've heard people say and i believe it because the app does it a lot a lot of shuffling has to happen in this game yeah there's there's uh something will happen when a nightmare card comes out, you're forced to shuffle your deck again. Um, so that, I think that, that happens like 15 times a game. So the app kind of does the shuffling for you, which is kind of neat.
0: It works. It works really well as an app. I play that one too.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I've played, I can play a few games kind of because it's,
0: it's pretty quick and it's a, because it's a solitary game. It, it just feels like it's a good, yeah you know, Minesweeper kind of vibe. Just,
1: totally. That would be my recommendation.
0: Um, one. one Yeah, I like Sudoku (laughs) (laughs) as as an app. I I I swear we've got to be past the time now. This is it. This is our time. It's good seeing you. Yeah. Hopefully this works out, and we'll uh, we'll keep doing this.
1: Stay safe out there, everybody. Play some games.
0: Stay in your homes.
1: Enjoy time with your family. Stay healthy. Take care.
0: Uh, We have an email feedback at everydaymeeple.com see you later